Blog Talk Radio. Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. Pastor Jim Newsom, this is Truth in the Word on Christian Survival Radio, ninth day of March 2018, 8.30 a.m. on the East Coast of the United States. We're broadcasting to you today from North Central, West Virginia. Our text today will be taken from the book of Psalms, Psalms 23, a familiar book. Let's go to prayer. Father, we ask you, Lord, in Jesus' name, that you anoint your word. Lord, you said to go forth and do that what you sent it to do. We know that you are the word. You are the logos. That's sharper than a two-edged sword, cuts the center, divides and discerns every spirit. We just ask you today, Lord, as we set ourselves aside, as we decrease, Lord, and you must increase. We can do nothing apart from you. We just ask you, Lord, to bless this broadcast for your use, that you might be lifted up, that all men might be drawn unto you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and Amen. I'm going to discuss today one of the we've been we had a couple of broadcasts concerning some of the names of God, but today we're going to talk about the Lord our Shepherd. Hebrews Raha, the Lord our Raha, our Shepherd. How important it is! It's amazing that the Bible and God. And Jesus, of course, compares us to sheep. He asked Peter three times, lovest thou me? The first two times he said, feed my sheep, feed my sheep. And he said, feed my lambs. Now, sheep are uh, not the sharpest knife in the drawer, so to speak. They're followers. Um, They're docile. And... They need a shepherd. They need somebody to lead them. As far as I know, unless it be maybe a ram or something that's never really attacked people. They're not a violent animal. They eat grass. They, uh, we're going to find out they, uh, they must dwell beside still waters. And they have a herding instinct. They have a, a, a unity about them. So we are compared to sheep. The Bible says it's coming a day when Jesus Christ will separate the sheep nations from the the goat nations. Now goats are a little more rambunctious. You know, they'll eat anything. They're uh, uh, ornery, so to speak. But we are compared to sheep. And the writer, Psalm of David, Psalms 23 begins and says, the Lord is my shepherd. David was a shepherd. 
He was tending the flocks when Samuel came to anoint the second king of Israel. The Bible declares that David's dad, Jesse, showed Samuel all the sons, and he said, do you have any more? And he said, yes, he said, we have one, but he's out herding sheep. He's a shepherd. He's a, a ruddy little boy. And Samuel says, well, that's probably not the one, so to speak. We thought it. I don't know if he said it or not, but but um, the word of God declares that God spoke to him and said, Samuel said, uh, God, uh, man looks on the outside, but God looks on the inward parts of a man. It's not what is put in a man, but it's what comes out of a man that defiles a man. So David, a man after God's own heart, knew the art of shepherding. He knew how important a shepherd was when he fought Goliath, when he fought the Philistines. And uh, when he came up against Goliath, he said, the same God that delivered the bear and the lion unto me shall deliver your head unto me this day, because David's thrust was to protect the sheep, to protect them, to keep them from the devourers. The Bible says, be sober, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, goes about seeking whom he can destroy and seeking whom he can devour. The, the children of God need to wake up and realize that we are in a spiritual warfare. If you haven't noticed that, you need to come to grips with that. And I've heard it spoken, I believe it, and I agree 100% that this battle ends when we are either raptured out of here or we go by the way of the grave. So until then, we are in a a supernatural warfare. And I, and I know that that draws down the brows of many, and many look like what? But it, it's a fact. I I believe, and I'm, and I'm sure many of you probably believe too, that nothing happens in the natural until it happens in the supernatural first. So we as sheep, we need a shepherd. We need a guide. Now, Jesus said, I will go, but I will send one after me who shall lead you, what do shepherds do, and guide you, what do shepherds do, into all my truth and all my Righteous. He will teach you. He will chastise you. He will comfort you. He will be your shepherd. He will be the leader. And this person is the Holy Spirit, which, who himself is God, the third person of the triune Godhead, is the Holy Spirit, the restraining force. In this world today, restraining what, you may ask? Restraining the evil that's in this world. Men shall wax worse and worse. Iniquity iniquity or lawlessness shall abound. For in these days shall come peerless times, fierce times when it'll be difficult, when there'll be pressures and tribulations and situations and circumstances because we are at the end of this age and we must endure until the end of the Bible declares. It's not who starts the race, it's who finishes the race. This is by no means a sprint, but this is a marathon. 
Paul said, I press towards the high mark of the high calling. Jesus said in Revelation, I'll give you a crown of life or a, a reef of life to, 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 to denote that you have run this race. Paul said, I've kept the faith. I've run my race with diligence. My time of departure is at hand. But he knew who he had his eyes on. It was the shepherd of Israel and now the shepherd also of the Gentile nations, none other than Jesus Christ. They said, the Lord is my shepherd. He leads. He feeds. He shears at times. He chastises. He takes away the leaven. The Bible declares, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees. He takes away that leaven. He looks for out for our overall good, for all things work to good, for those that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. Once again, we must emphasize this morning, he is the center of the believer's life. If he's not, then you're not really a believer. If he's not Lord of your heart, then you're not really a believer. You're just one that professes but does not possess. Many will say, Lord, Lord, but few there are that will enter in, the Bible declares. So the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I will have no lack. I will not fail. That I will, uh, when I am bereaved, that I will be comforted. I will not, we will not decrease. And when I am made low, then I will be lifted up. Because from a kneeling position, we learn who are shepherd is. The Bible says, we'll talk about that here, that my sheep know my voice. Listen to me. Many voices in this world, man, they are everywhere. They're in our ears. They're in our face. Our devices, we're surrounded by media. We're surrounded by voices. We are surrounded by talking heads. Even in the religious community, there are talking heads, many with different opinions, many with causing controversies and, and divisions. And the Bible says a house divided will not stand. Jesus told him, go ye into the upper room and be in one mind and one accord until you be endued with power from all high. That's why it's so important that the church of Jesus Christ lay aside every frivolous thing and come together in the unity of the spirit because a house divided will not but yet, the church is partitioned, and you know that it is. But the Bible says the veil was ripped from top to bottom, and everybody became one man, Jew and Gentile alike. Every kindred, every race, every creed, every color falls under the subjection of Jesus Christ. He's the Savior for all men and all of mankind. Every man, every woman, every boy, every girl, Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. We must, we must, we must lift him up. We must put him back the center of our message, good news, which is the gospel. In John 10, read to you verses 1 through 
18, Jesus says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that enters not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, the same as a thief and a robber. But he that entereth in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. He doesn't come in the back door. Now, the Bible declares in the days in which we are living that many will come among us, and they will be wolves in sheep's clothing, not concerned. We're going to find out they're simply hirelings. They're simply those that want to gain, to fleece a spirit of usury. Now, this is, listen, this is what the Bible, I didn't say this. Beware of the leaven of the Pharisees, the Bible declares. To him the, the, to him the porter opened. In other words, he knows the shepherd. And the sheep hear his voice. Listen, the sheep hear his voice. Say that again. The sheep hear his voice. Voice. So how do we how do we uh, decide if it's the voice of the Lord? Because He will speak out of His Word, and out of the mouths of two or three things shall be confirmed. Amen. And He will never deviate from this leather-bound book that I'm holding in my hand right now, because this is the Word that He sent, and the Word is a person, the Logos, and this Word still heals us if we attend to it and live by it. Then the porter opened and the sheep hear his voice and he calls his own sheep, his own sheep, listen, by name. He knows my name. Every step that I take, he knows your name. Every step that we take, every tear that we shed, everywhere that we go, every situation we're in, the good shepherd knows. And then he says, he leadeth them out and they follow, listen. And he putteth forth his own sheep. He go before, listen, listen. Verse 4, John 10, he put forth his own sheep. He goes before them. If God be for us, then who can be against us? And the sheep follow him. Listen, why? For they know his voice. Another voice that they're not going to listen to, a strange, different pitched, different tone. They won't follow. They're tuned in to the voice of the shepherd. <clears throat> Their trust is in the shepherd. They know that when he leaves, that he's looking out beyond every situation, every circumstance, and working it for the good. The Lord is our shepherd. <laughs> That's what it says. <clears throat> Pardon me. And a stranger. Will they not follow? Listen. But will flee from him. Now, Jesus said in Matthew 24, he said, in these last days, the first thing he said, he said, take heed that no man deceive you. The deception is the greatest weapon the saint and his, his minions are going to use. But see, Jesus said that these ones that know his voice will automatically, if something's not right, there'll be a, a spirit of discernment, a, a check in their spirit. Because, see, the word is a discerner. Quick and powerful, sharp and two-edged sword cuts the center and discerns every spirit. So if it doesn't line up, see, it's, it's so important we know this book. 
It's why it's so important that we study the Bible from Genesis to Revelation, rightly dividing the word of truth. My people perish for the lack of knowledge. Knowledge, this word, points towards the good shepherd in the Old Testament concealed and the New Testament revealed. In the Old Testament, types and shadows which are clearly seen under the guidance of the Holy Spirit. Well, they know not. Listen. They know not the voice of strangers. Somebody calls you, one of your relatives call you. You pick up the phone, even before caller ID, when you heard that voice, you knew who it was. It wasn't a strange voice. <clears throat> Jesus said in John ten six, the parable spake Jesus unto them, but they understood not what things they were which he spake unto them. Jesus said, Very, very, I say unto you, listen, I am the door of the sheep. The word I am. Jehovah. All that ever came before me are thieves and rot. Listen, man, he made a strong statement here. He is singling himself out as the one. <laughs> the son of the living God, not one of many, not inclusion. But he says everybody else, everybody else that has a quote unquote religious persuasion, but yet doesn't preach Christ, they're thieves and they're robbers. But the sheep did not hear them. See how important this is? In, in this day, I'm going to repeat myself, of many, many voices, important it is to know the voice of our shepherd, which is Jesus Christ. Once again, when people deviate from the book, the infallible word of God, then we need to go out from them, the Bible declares. He says, I am the door. Verse 9, by me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved. Oh, my. How is he saved? Oh, there's many ways. Many ways to be saved. Many people are saying, many talking heads today are saying, there's many ways to be saved. But Jesus said here in John 10, he says, he says that I am the way. I am the door. If any man enter in, he shall be saved. He doesn't say there's many doors. He said there's one door. Polymono. One door. That's what it says here. And shall go in and out and find pasture. And we're going to talk about that for a while. Pasture. The thief, uh oh, cometh not but for to steal and to kill, and to destroy. Who's the thief? The powers of darkness, Satan, his minions. I am come that they, listen, I am. We use that word I am a lot. I am that I am. We heard that in the Old Testament. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning, and then I am first and I am last. I am he that was dead, but yet do I live. <laughs> I am come that they, who? The sheep might have life. It goes on and says that they might have it more abundantly. I am again the good shepherd. The good shepherd, listen, 
giveth his life for his sheep. Do we see this example of David? Listen, you don't got to fight a bear and a lion and, and, and go, well, I'll, I'll, I'll be fine. There's probably no way I could die. But yeah, you fight a bear and a lion, you know, it's a good, real good chance you're going to die. Matter of fact, the odds are not in your favor. From what I've seen of bears and lions, never fought one, thank God. Now listen, but he that is a hireling, he that's just in it for the vocation. He that's just in it for, may I use the term, just in it for the money. Huh? Look, I, I worked in secular jobs for a lot of years. I've heard a lot of people say, how you like your job? It's a job. You know, dedication. The hireling is in it for, for greed, self-service, self-gratification. Okay. And not the shepherd, but he is a hireling or an hireling and not the shepherd. He's not the shepherd. Whose own, whose own the sheep are not, seeth the wolf coming. Hmm. And then he leaves the sheep. Wow. And he flees, and the wolf catcheth them and scattereth the sheep. Pastors are types of shepherds. Woe unto the pastors, God said, that scatter. The sheep. Pastoring is not just a vocation, it has to be a calling. It's just not something you wake up in the morning and decide to do. It's not a hobby. Okay? It's a calling. There's cost involved. There's by experience, I know there's a lot of pressure involved being a pastor. I mean it can be hirelings. But how many have a heart for the people? The church is all about the people. I had a dream. My late father-in-law come to me and told me, you know, I, I said, I want, I need to talk to you. And he didn't let me talk. And he said, son, it's all about the people. It's about the sheep. Moses <clears throat> dealt with two to three million people was in the wilderness and I'm sure he got frustrated but when push come to shove he was always interceding for them always making a way always calling upon the name of the Lord for his sheep Lord they're thirsty God gave him a rock Lord these waters are bitter God gave him a tree Miriam become became um uh, uh, Leprous because she come against Moses and Moses prayed for her and she was restored. God decided one day he's going to destroy it all. Moses said, these are your people. You've called out your reputation at this stake. And if you destroy them, destroy me. <laughs> A shepherd. The overall good. Oh, my. Of the people. And people are different. People have different personalities. People have different problems. But the Bible says they are all precious in the sight of God, and he would that none would perish. Now, the Bible says the hireling, when the pressure hits, you see, David didn't run when the bear and the lion came, but the hireling will run because he's a hireling. 
And why? Because his heart, or he careth not for the sheep. There he says, I am again, the good shepherd. Listen, I know my sheep and am known of mine. As the Father knows me, even so I the, I the Father lay down my life for the sheep. He says that again. And other sheep I have, which none of this fold, them also I must bring, and they shall hear my voice, the convicting power of the Holy Spirit. And there shall be one fold, listen, listen, one fold, one shepherd, one God, one church, one baptism, never meant to be partitioned up. Therefore doth my Father love me, because I lay down my life, that I might take it again. No man takes it from me, but I lay it down of myself. I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it again. This commandment have I received of my Father. So we have the picture of the good shepherd. Psalms 34, 9 says, O fear the Lord, ye his saints, for there is no want to them that fear him, for I shall not want Philippians 4.19 says, But my God shall supply all of your need according to his riches in glory. Listen, by Christ Jesus. Once again, <laughs> only by Christ Jesus, the center, the power, the one that has dominion. Hebrews 13.20 says, Now the God of peace that brought, again, that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant. He goes to the great shepherd of the sheep. The great shepherd. The shepherd. Shepherd of shepherds. Verse 2. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. Lie down means a place of rest, a place of tranquility, a place where you can gather your thoughts, a place of, of devotion, a place where your spirit is quieted, a place where you turn everything off and you, you sit and you listen. You don't necessarily talk. We live in a talking generation. We don't live in a listening generation. Very few people listen today. They always got something to say, but they never listen. I was always taught growing up, if you don't listen, then you got to feel. So he says, I'll bring you to rest. He says, I'll put you in green pastures or pastures where there's tender grass raised on a farm. And I've saw those pastures. And certain times of the year, they're just like velvet, so soft, green, full, full of the nutrients that the animals, the cows and the sheep Need for the, the deer. Need for that, see? He leads me. <laughs> that word leads protects. He sustains. He guides. He comforts. We flow in him. It also means with a sparkle. <laughs> with a life. With a Zoe. Zoe, a God kind of life. He leads me beside still or quiet water. I, I read a quote by uh, A.W. Tozer talking about the sheep must drink from a quiet place that they can't drink 
where there's running water because their nostrils are so close to the mouth that they can't drink and that running water get up from the nostrils and they could drown. They must have a place of stillness and quietness. This is what the Spirit of God does for us if we allow Him. If 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 we'll be led. Now, if you want to stay where you're at, if, you know, if you want to stay, if you know, if you don't want devotion time, if you don't think you don't have time for devotion, see, there must be a quiet time in our life. There, there must be a time we we are meant to commune with the Almighty God. We are meant to have fellowship with Jesus Christ. My sheep know my voice, and sometimes He calls us, but we just don't listen. We don't walk in. We forfeit the rest. Says he leadeth me beside the still waters, where we're consoled, where we're comforted. Still also can mean a place of matrimony, a place of union, a place of being one, a place a place of rest where the, the Bible declares that Jesus is one with his church because he purchased the church with his own blood. The still waters means a place of refreshing. Ezekiel 34, 14 says, I will feed them in a good pasture. And upon the high mountains of Israel shall their fold be. They There shall they lie in a good fold or in a good pasture, in a fat pasture, shall they feed upon the mountains of Israel. Psalms 36 and 8 says, They shall abundantly be abundantly satisfied with the fatness of thy house, and thou shalt make them to drink of the river of thy house pleasures, waters. He leadeth me beside those still waters. Verse 3 says, he restores, I love this. King James says, he restoreth my soul. He delivers, he recovers, he refreshes, he relieves, he saves, he heals, he delivers. He, he is all in all to us. He is a restorator. Joel 2.25 says, I will what? I will restore to you the ears that the locusts have eaten, the cankerworm and the caterpillar and the palmer worm, my great army, which I sent among you. Listen to me today. If you don't get anything else, know that God is a God of restoration. To restore. He's a God of the first, second, third, fourth, fifth chance. He's a God full of mercy and full of grace. Whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be delivered and shall be set free. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name. He leads. Where does he lead? Only in the paths of righteousness. Psalms 5, 8 says, lead me, O Lord, in thy righteousness because of mine enemies. Make my way straight before my face. He, uh, David knew about he knew about physical warfare, and I'm sure he knew about spiritual warfare. And he knew he had an enemy, and he knew there were those that hated him. He says, "He said, why are those allowed to prosper that hate me and want to want to see me destroyed?" He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Think about that today. Verse 4 says, Yea, 
Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me, the valley of the low place, the gorge, that with lofty size, that which has pressure, that which seems seem we, we don't have a real, a real clear vision in, in the valley. We must walk by faith in the valley. Death means shades. But he said, listen, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thy scepter, thy place of authority, they comfort me. And you will I trust. <clears throat> and he says, thy staff, the staff is the strength that will sustain, that will support. Isaiah 43 and 2 says, when thou passest through the waters, <laughs> I will be with thee. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned. Neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. See what God has provided for us. If we just simply be his sheep. Can't be goats. We can't be an independent animal, so to speak. We must be an animal. As a sheep, docile. Willing, willing to surrender, yielding unto the shepherd. Verse 5, I love this. Thou preparest a table before me, presence of mine enemies. That word prepared me, he'll set in order. We spoke at the first year that, 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 that God spoke in our church and said he's about to put things in order. He prepares, he sets in order. A table, a meal in the presence in front of, right in front of your enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. Anoint means to wax prosper. My cup runs over satisfaction. Read that again, the full verse. Thou preparest a table for me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest. That word anoint means make fat. My head with oil, my cup runneth over. Psalm 16 and 5 says, the Lord, is my, the, the Lord is the portion of mine inheritance. And of my cup, thou maintainest my Lot, he keeps those. That'll listen to him. That'll follow him. Surely goodness, verse 6. Surely goodness and mercy. Why? Because we follow the shepherd. Shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Surely goodness and mercy. Goodness is a pleasant place, a place of, 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 of welfare, a place of security. Mercy is favor. Shall follow, shall run after. Psalms 21 and 4. He asked life of thee, thou givest it him, even length of days forever and ever. Psalms 25 and 7. Remember not the sins of my youth, nor my transgressions, according to thy mercy. Remember thou me for thy goodness sake, O Lord. Psalms 27, 4 through 6. One thing I have desired that I will seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble, hmm, 
He shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me, and he shall set me upon a rock. And now shall my head be lifted up above mine enemies, round about me. Therefore, while I offer in his tabernacle sacrifices of joy, I will sing, yea, I will sing praises unto the Lord. And we will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Study Psalms 23. Beautiful, beautiful psalm. So much meaning. You can reference the entire Bible I that. And know today the Lord is your shepherd. He would and none would perish. If you're not saved today, confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that God Almighty raised Jesus Christ from the dead. Call upon the name of the Lord and you shall be saved. Make a conscious decision to turn, denounce every bit of evil in your life and invite him into your heart, into your life today. Seek him while he may be found. He says, my spirit will not always strive with man. If you need healing today, by his stripes you're healed. Mental battles, he said, he was chastised for our peace of mind. Heavenly Father, we thank you today that you are our good shepherd. We thank you today that you'll never leave us, that you do. Leave us beside those still waters, Father, that all, everything around about us that seeks to destroy us, Father. You're the good shepherd, which is Jesus Christ, shall keep us. You said in your word, you'll be with us even to the end of this age. And we pray today that you save souls, that you heal bodies. Touch minds, deliver from addiction, deliver from anything, Lord, that has people bound. We ask you right now, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless till next time. This has been Truth in the Word with Pastor Jim Newsom on Christian Survival Radio. Our email address is truthintheword777 at gmail.com. May God bless each and every one of you. Keep looking up, for Jesus is coming soon.